Right now, the Home Depot has low prices on hanging baskets and container plants filled with colorful flowers that will stay alive and blooming all season long. So they're a natural in every sense of the word when it comes to finding just the right thing to give your mom for Mother's Day. We're lowering the cost of I Love You, Mom with low prices on vibrant hanging baskets and container plants. More saving, more doing. That's the power of the Home Depot. Blog Talk Radio. You are listening to At Home with Victoria, a news and entertainment show on the Blog Talk Radio Network with your host and TV journalist, Victoria Gaither, and entertainment co-host, Michael Kay. Now, here's Victoria. Good evening, everyone, and as always, I want to take the time to thank you so much for joining me this evening. That is me, Victoria Gaither, television journalist, TV host, news anchor, reporter, all of that good stuff uh, rolled up into one. Uh, I do want to say I've noticed that we have some guests inside the chat room, so if you are joining us tonight for the first time, hey, listen, thank you so much for being here. We uh, basically do a show here on At Home with Victoria weekly at 8 o'clock, and we like to get a lot of uh, interesting guests on that we mainly focus on positive news. So if you're a nonprofit out there, if you've got a great uh, community story with inside your community, uh, we, we would love to have you on the show. So you can always find me and my entertainment co-host, Michael Kay, on Facebook or Twitter or even on our website, and we can help you get it, uh, to help you get on the show. But speaking of the show and on the show tonight, I have been very, very, very uh, excited about having this young lady on. I first uh, found out about her through uh, Jen. Um, she's a young lady that I met on Facebook, and um, she um, deals with a lot of authors uh, and writers out there. So I said to her, hey, if, you've ever, if you ever have somebody that's interesting, uh, an author out there uh, that want to come on the show, I said, let me know. So you know how that goes. She sent an email. I sent an email. We go back and forth. So then she, of course, says to me, hey, I've got this great, great woman on uh, that I want to come on, the sh- on your show, uh, Arlena Waller, and uh, she is the author of the book 369 Things a Woman Must Do Before She Dies. So uh, that, who's, that is who's going to join us uh, this evening on the show, and I'm looking very forward to talking to her. Arlena, thank you for being with us tonight. Thank you, Victoria, for having me. I'm excited about being here tonight. Well, listen, I am really excited about it because uh, one question that a lot of people always say to me as a journalist that I have a great job in the sense that I get to interview and talk to a lot of people. And um, a lot of times I I love, of course, to do my sort of pre-research before a show, but then I have to tell you some other times, like, for example, tonight, I didn't want to do any research because I wanted to hear everything fresh and new uh, in terms of your book and about you. So I did no research. I'm going to put that out there now. But before we talk about the book, tell us a little bit uh, uh, about yourself and how is it that you got into this field? You know, actually, um, Victoria, I am a daughter of 10 girls and three boys. So we grew up really being trained to be a girlfriend from birth. So I went on to be a television producer for women issue shows, radio. We would do live events. Everything was about getting women back, you know, into being the woman that they are. Mm-hmm. We have so much responsibility that we forget a little bit. So that yeah. really was our driving force. And so the book was kind of a natural progression. Um, you know, I wanted to write a book that was light, 
that women can get something from, take something from, and have a good time doing. So that's really how I got to this point. Mhm, mhm. It's interesting that uh, that that you just talked about your uh, background in the, your large family that you come from because uh, just today I was happened to be flipping the channels and I don't know if you've ever seen uh, uh, MTV does this little show where it's called True Life and they do stories about true life and one of the episodes today was about. Um, Families that have a large family, for example, like yours, and one family had uh, 12 kids and another family had 14 kids. But it was interesting uh, about that family because there were sort of half half women and half uh, girls. But it was interesting because you always had sort of one or two uh, girls in the family who were either 16, 17, or 18 that really helped the mom kind of do the bulk of the work. So I'm interested in that in your family dynamics to ask you that question just because I just saw that show today. So how was it for you growing up with that many uh, brothers and sisters in the house? Well, we're right in the middle. You saw a 12 and a 14 show. We have 13 in our family. And everyone kind of has their lane, their expertise, what they did. So I was more in the aspect of helping my dad in the business because my dad was a developer. And my mom, she was what we call a domestic engineer. She stayed home and managed everything. So my thing was kind of helping there. Somebody else's job was to do the hair. Someone was to do the cooking. So we, mm-hmm. it worked like a well oil. Everyone knew what they needed to do to make it work. Well, and, and you know, uh, a couple of the uh, the young ladies that they interviewed on that show today said exactly what you said, that, that their household was, was run <laughs> sort of like a well-oiled machine and everybody had a responsibility to do certain things. You and that, if that Yeah, if that person, if like one or two people, you know, sort of dragged their feet and was kind of like, oh, mom or dad, I don't really feel like doing this, then it really kind of broke down uh, other stuff. So it was imperative, unless you were sick, that you had to get your stuff done. You're right. You're absolutely right. And, you know, I think from from birth, as women, we're trained to handle so many different responsibilities that sometimes when we get to be adults, we forget because we're so busy putting everybody before us, so busy putting all the things we got to do that we forget about taking care of ourselves. And that's really one of the reasons that I really wanted this book to get out there, to teach women how to get back to taking care of themselves, even if they're from a large family or a small Mm -hmm. family. Yeah, and you know why do you think it is that that and I this this, this is something that's always sort of uh, ever present in my mind that question of why is it that women why is it that we always put ourselves last and we always forget about ourselves I mean I guess a large part of it is society and that's the way that we as women were raised that we're caregivers but you know sometimes I, I would I would think that in the year you know, 2011 with so much information out there that women wouldn't always still put themselves last. You would think that, Victoria, you know, being that it's over 12 million women a year suffer from depression, and that's women mm. reporting. That's not women that's not reporting. Women now have better jobs, better opportunities. They're getting paid equal, if not more, than men. We have, you know, we could do pretty much whatever we want to do, but we've been trained for as little girls not to be out in the front, to be in the back Mm -hmm. caring for everything. And so I Mm -hmm. think that has a lot to do with it. It's just not our comfort zone. So we have to cut it and say, listen, I'm going to put myself first, and then everything else I'll be able to take care of. If you're not happy, if you're not having a good time, if you're not loving life, you can't love Mm -hmm. anything else. It just just doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, that's true. 
and now and now I know I, I I know some people will probably will probably listen to you and probably listen to me and say, well, guys, I think that's being selfish. But I think the bottom line is I don't think that's being selfish because it goes back to exactly what you just said. If 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 you're a woman and you are not happy yourself and you're not happy within your own skin and what you're doing, I don't believe that makes for for a happy household either because then nobody exactly. around you is going to be happy. Life doesn't have any balance, and that's one of the you know things in, in my book, 369 things a woman must enjoy before she dies, is learning how to say no. That has to go on your bucket list. A lot of us, women and men, do not know how to say no. So we mm-hmm. have to master that art in order to be able to move forward in every area of our life. When I turned 40 is when I really actually got it. And so I mm-hmm. said, I love myself enough to put myself first. It took me right. that long to get it because I was so busy caring for everyone else and everything else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good information. And, you know, I was also one of those people uh, that, uh, my goodness, would hate to say no to anybody, especially when, uh, you know, different organizations and groups would uh, would call me at the television station or email me for me to come and uh uh, MC events and things of that sort. A lot of times it just wasn't feasible for me to do it. But l- like you said, I was one of those people who would just hate to say no. And I think a large part for me was because that was the way that I was raised. If somebody came to me and said, hey, hey, can you help me? Then, of course, I was going to say, yeah, that I can help you. Even if that meant that, that it wasn't feasible for me to help you, then I was willing to put myself last and say, you know what, well, I'll go, I'll go ahead and do that. But you're right. When you when you get to a certain age, baby, you better believe it. It's like, no, I'm sorry, I can't do this for you. No, can't do it. It rolls off the tongue pretty easy after a while. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. And again, uh, for those of you that are are joining us, um, we are uh, talking about. Well, we actually are going to talk about the book now. 369 things a woman must do before she dies. So go ahead. I, I know it's impossible in this time for you for you to tell us every single thing, and I don't want you to tell us every single thing because I want to encourage uh, all of my fans and listeners, including myself, to go out there and support you and buy the book. So tell us some of, I guess, some of your maybe favorite things uh, on your list and some of the things that, that kind of really cut close to home, like you said, um, uh, you know, learning how to say no. Well, Victoria, the book is simple, it's sweet, and it's straight to the point. It provides a shebang of activities for women so that they can check off their life list. There's a difference between a bucket list and a life list. So what I created is a bucket life list. It's things that you can say, I'm going to do before I die. But it's also things that you can enjoy with your girlfriends or with your family members while you're still living so that you can have great stories. Um, It's created with every budget in mind, you know, for women ages 19 to 99. I, I, I really love love. That's one of my things. So one of the things that I really thought that a woman should put on her list is to be loved totally and completely. And I know mm-hmm. we don't have control over that, but I think that we should put ourselves in a position to really experience. Women a lot of times block themselves from great relationships because mm-hmm. a relationship is in the head. So that's one of the things that I think that should be on the list. And that's I think that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to discover who you are and accept it, <laughs> regardless mm-hmm. of what others think about you. I think mm-hmm. that's important. Um, you know, we got 
another thing women do, you know, we're trained as little girls to get married and, and, and have that fantasy life. But I think a woman should have her own place before she goes mm-hmm. into a relationship. Yeah, I think, yeah, I really, 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 really like that one. I like that one a lot. That's a good one. I love that one. Good one. Good one. And you know why You know why I think I love that one so much is because uh, in, in my career of being a television news anchor, I get to interview so many people and, and so many women that I've had the chance to interview. What, and, it, and the thing is, across every single uh, field and profession, it didn't matter what profession it was, I always would have these great conversations with women where they would say, you know, every every single aspect of their life they felt was sort of planned from them from the time that they finished high school to the time that they went to college, that they were expected to do this, they were expected to do that, they were expected to have kids, they were sort of uh, expected to, to, to sort of lead this life, but that life didn't really involve and them ever having time to do anything and to take time to learn themselves and who they were. Absolutely. And you would be, it sounds simple, but it's pretty major. You've crossed all boundaries, and you just shared that it's something that's major. Let yeah. me ask you a question, Victor. Have you ever climbed a tree? I climbed a tree when I was a kid, but I don't really remember it too much, you know, in terms of doing it. But actually, uh, and I think I climbed the tree when I was a kid because I wanted to take a picture so now that you mention it, I guess I'm going to have to go climb a tree. I'm talking, something as simple as climbing a tree is so challenging and it's so much fun. It's like climbing the mountain. You get to the top, you're like, wow. I mm-hmm. didn't climb a tree when I was a little girl. Even though I was raised in the country, I just never did. That's just not what little girls did, but little boys did it. So I climbed a tree as an adult, and I was like, wow, this is so much fun. Did you make it all the way to the top or just halfway up? Girl, I went all the way. I kept going, going, going until I got there. Because that was on my bucket list. I wanted to climb a tree. <laughs> I'm going to have to do that, and then when I do that, I'll go on Facebook and, and post on your wall, hey, I climbed the tree. And, I'll, and, I'll, and in fact, I'll, I'll find somebody to take a picture of me up there in the tree and send it to you. That, that's Make a good sure one. Make sure you do that. <laughs> yes, yes. And you know what? I like that one, too, because like you said, some of – some of this, what you have on the list of 369 things a woman must do before she dies, it doesn't cost you anything to do that. You just get your butt up there and start climbing. Exactly. Now, we have things that are cost. For instance, um, there's a restaurant where you can eat in the dark, and they have three of those restaurants um, in the United States. Mm-hmm. You have to experience eating in the dark. It makes everything like triple times essential. Your taste buds, you're stimulated. Mm-hmm the taste of the food. So I think that is something a woman would absolutely enjoy. You would never think about eating in the dark. You're no. served in the dark. Everything's done in the dark. Wow. I, well, and that, that, that is a learning experience for me because I'm, I never even knew that a restaurant like that existed in the U.S., so that's very cool. Yes, it's very, very cool. And if you have a significant other and you both go and enjoy, it, it, it takes really to another level for you. Mhm. Interesting. Good one. And if you want more, I can always give you more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give give me um actually give me about two more and then after that I've got some uh questions uh that were emailed to me and I'll go ahead and start the questions. So go ahead, shoot away with about two more. I'll give you a simple one. Write a love letter to yourself. Talk to yourself in the third person. Make sure you make it extra special. Write it on fine piece of linen paper. For example, dear Arlena, you are so you have such a beautiful spirit. Your heart makes my heart sing. 
really make love to yourself in the love letter. Wow, I've never. And you know, it's it's amazing that you know these small things because that would be something, Arlena, that I would never ever think of doing. Never. Exactly. Yeah. What's another one? This is good stuff. Well, thank you very much. I'm glad you appreciate it. Uh, do something as elaborate as French Kiss in Paris. Paris is a city of love and romance. It's truly mm-hmm. one of the world's most beautiful cities. The Renaissance architect, the tree-lined boulevard. Go to Paris and French Kiss in Paris. I'll have to. Uh, have that that one. I think what I'll do when I get. <laughs> When I get the book, I'll uh, I'll highlight that one and tell my sweetheart that uh, that, that that's something that he's going to have to put on his list for us us to do. And then I'll tell him you told me to do it, so then it'll take you all all of that off of me. And I want you to report every detail. I will, I will, I promise. I'll report every 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 single detail. And the, my significant other is a doctor, so uh, I'll make sure the doctor and I. I'll make sure he reports <laughs> report all the detail. Now, for those well, of you that are, are loving uh, this book, I'm sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, for those, in fact, I'm going to get an extra one and, and put it inside of his uh, weight room at the uh, medical center. I'm sure that'll get a, a bunch of <laughs> bunch of women and stuff to read. For those of oh, you good. that are. Yes, exactly. For those of you that are joining us, I want to thank you so much. We are talking to Arlena Waller. She is the author of 369 Things a Woman Must Do Before She Dies. So she's on the show sharing uh, some of that information with us and how is it that she came to wanting to uh, write the book. So I'm going to take go ahead and take a couple of questions. This is a question uh, via email that I got from New York City. I was just there in New York a couple of weeks ago and had a fun time. This is from... Uh, Selena Gonzalez, I think that's how you pronounce it, Selena Gonzalez. And, um, oh, she says that she has actually uh, read your book, and um, and she says that uh, it is a, uh easy read, that she loved it. And she wants to know, uh, will there be a second one coming out? Good question. <laughs> Tell Selena, make sure she spread the word so I can have a New York bestseller so I can get a bigger budget <laughs> the second time around. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So how does that make you feel uh, you when uh, people? So how does that make you feel when people like um, uh, uh, Selena that you know that you probably have never had the opportunity to meet, but through somebody or somehow she found your book, she actually went to go buy the book and she liked the book. How does that make you feel as as an author to get that great feedback, knowing that you really are doing what you set out to do and help people? You know, as an author, you know, it's just you and the computer, and so sometimes you don't get to have the interaction. But it's always really nice to hear if you had a positive impact on someone and and kind of what your work did for them. It's kind of fulfilling to the fact that you know that what you set out to do is somewhat accomplished. Yeah, I, I can only imagine. So the next question is from Florida. This is Rosa, and Rosa says that um, that she wants to know, uh, she says that she is here listening to the show live right now, but she's not inside the chat room. She says she, too, came from a very large family of 15 kids, so uh, she understands what, what that is like to live inside a household of that many. And good question. She wants to know how your uh, other brothers and sisters uh, have reacted to your book. Good question. <laughs> Hi, Rosa. Thanks for listening. I have to tell you, uh, not everyone has gotten the word, you know, but – my sisters were all very close, and they're so excited for me. Um, my sister Diana is my loudest cheerleader. She, you would think that I'm already a bestseller. My sister Aura, 
you know, everything that I do, my sister Lauren, I have so many sisters who are on board and they're so excited and, and they're so supportive and they love the book and they're applying it to their life as well. That's wonderful. That is absolutely wonderful. Now, uh, do let us know where all of my listeners and fans uh, can follow you because I know you're on Facebook, I know you're on Twitter, and you've got a website. So tell us how everybody can find you. Well, everyone can log on to my website and register, and we'll keep you updated on everything, and that's ArlenaWaller.com. That's A-R-L-E-A-N-A-W-A-L-L-E-R.com. I'm also on Facebook, Arlena Waller. I'm also on Twitter, Arlena Waller, and uh, they can log on to my website or my publisher's website, which is Sevelt Books, that's S-B-E-L-T-E-B-O-O-K-S, and purchase the book on either site as well. And uh, just to let you know, when you were talking about uh, the uh, French kissing in Paris, uh, one of my regulars, uh, Marilyn Bennett, says that uh, she'll do French kissing in Paris, Tennessee. Does that count? (laughs) (laughs) I never knew well, there was not. a Paris, Tennessee, Maryland. <laughs> hey, tell her, wh- whichever place you do it, make sure she log on to my website and give me all the details. I love to hear from all my readers. <laughs> I think that is absolutely wonderful. So for those of you that are, are joining us inside the chat room, I want to thank you so much for being here, and especially our guests that are joining us for the first time just to listen to this uh, listen to this wonderful uh, conversation. So uh, how long did it take you to, uh, you know, from the time that you started the research, because uh, a little birdie tells me that you are an excellent researcher, from the time that you started researching this up until the time that you got it got it published, what was that, that window like? I think when I made my true commitment to writing the book till uh, the day that I published in my publisher's hands was about six months. That's fast. It's I don't very know, fast you know, because... Yeah, that's really fast. I mean, a lot of authors that I that I talk to, it takes them anywhere from sometimes a year to two to three years. That, that's very impressive. What I did is on my uh, bucket list, my personal bucket list, I always wanted to take a sabbatical. So I took a sabbatical, whether I could afford it or not, I did it, and I pounded the book out. I loved it. I totally emerged myself in the book. I did interviews with women. I did research. And I really applied myself wholeheartedly to the book. And you don't always have that opportunity as an author unless you're with a big house and they give you a big budget. But I really wanted to give this book 100%, and I pushed really hard, and my publishers pushed back. So it made it real possible for us. That's very, 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 very impressive uh, uh, six months, like you said. Now, also, there. this is uh, more not really a question but more a comment. This is from uh, also New York got a lot of folks listening from New York tonight. Uh, they want to know, uh, do you do book signings? And I'm assuming that that information they can find on your website and also on your Facebook and Twitter page for book signings? All that information definitely will be updated on my website. They just uploaded my new website today, and it's really beautiful. But as you know, anytime you upload something new, you have to tweak it. So the calendar will be coming up. And also I'll be in New York uh, because the New York Women Chambers of Commerce has endorsed my book, and I'm so excited about that. Wonderful. So they're going to throw me a launch party. Thank you. And uh, Kenya Abu over there, which is the president, loved the book. She's very supportive. And, of course, you know she speaks to women of all levels, so she feels that this book is something that women on every budget can relate to and get something out of. Yeah. So don't I, see me yeah. in New York this summer. Yeah, I I I think that is that's absolutely true. Especially uh, that it's it's a budget, you know, a book that's on a budget for everybody. Because you, 
very well know that, you know, it is tough economic times out there for many families and especially women who are single parents uh, that's out there, you know, raising raising their kids and taking care of that household. So I do love that that you guys were able to keep it, you know, at a very um, uh, price that, that everybody can actually afford yeah. it and take part in and enjoy it as well. So I hope all of my New York fans and listeners heard that she is going to be in New York this summer. So just make sure you check out that website and all the website information uh, is in the chat room. And also I know my entertainment co-host and producer, Michael K., generally after our show is over, we post all that information to our uh, Facebook page. And then you can always um, go back and listen to uh, this show if you guys wanted to, you know, get that information again. And uh, we've been very fortunate. Uh, iTunes picked my show up as a free podcast. You can also find us on iTunes. And, in fact, as soon as this interview uh, is over, generally it takes about 15 minutes, you can go right to iTunes and pick it up from there as well. So the great thing about it, I love um, when I do these interviews, once you do it, it kind of gets out there in cyber world and it multiplies and everybody gets the opportunity to download it and listen to it and also get all of that really good uh, good information. That's exciting. Yes, it is very, very exciting. So I think I think we have. Uh, can you believe our our uh, thirty minutes is pretty much going by? I think we've got no! time for. Um, I know it go it goes by really fast, and I think we've got time for one more question. But before I get that question, and I wanted to know, um, Arlena, was there something else that you wanted to talk about that we didn't get a chance to talk about in our time here with you that maybe I uh, missed or that you really wanted to focus on? Really, what I want women to you know get get out of the book is that kind of give their life a breath slip and kind of get them back into living life in the passion lane. That is really the core goal of the book. And through that, I will be not only doing book tours and book signings, but seminars. Um, We will be having lunches in different cities. So women will be able to come out, will be able to connect. And truly, I really want my readers to kind of have a girlfriend-to-girlfriend tone with the book so they can always email me if there's something they want to talk about. There's an idea they want to share. I'm open. I'm an open book. I'm touchy feely. I'm there. I want to treat them just like I do my sisters. I think that is absolutely wonderful, and I will uh, definitely be watching uh, for you because uh, if you ever make it to the D.C. area, and I have a feeling uh, that you will or I'll find you around here somewhere, then I'll definitely be there with my book in hand and uh, have you to uh, have you to sign it. But well, listen, you. You, have, you have to promise me, if you do come out with a second book, you've got to come back on at home with Victoria and tell us about it and give us the scoop on that. Absolutely. It will be one of my first stops. Hey, hey, and I'm, we're, we're definitely going to, uh, my, my, my third, over 35,000-plus listeners and fans, we're going to hold you to that. So everybody remember <laughs> that, that she said that. But listen, I just wanted to, uh, to say that, you know, for, as, as a professional a person and journalist myself, um, I do appreciate the research and time that you put into that book because, like I said, uh, in my business, I know research is a really, really big thing. And I, the pe- people that do research to me fall on one or two sides. Either you're a really, really good researcher or you're just like uh, a bad researcher. And um, <laughs> and I know enough about you to know that you fall on the side as a really, really good researcher. So I want to encourage you to well, continue uh, to inspire uh, us, us women, and 
Um, it was something that um, I remember that Oprah Winfrey talked about when uh, before she decided to come out with her own magazine, uh, and she said she was having all these meetings where people said, you've got to do a magazine. And so uh, Oprah had apparently said something like, well, well, why do I have to do a, a, a magazine? You know, I do this show, uh, you know, on the network where millions and millions of people watch every single day. And then uh, I think she said somebody in the room uh, literally said because it's the written word. So I just say that to say I, I think there's something to be said for the written word um, because that, that lasts and, and stays forever. Yes, it does. So with that, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show. And uh, once you come on at home with Victoria, I consider you family, so you're always more than welcome to come back and visit. It's just literally a matter of an email, and we'll make it happen for you. All right. So I'm, you're the Levin's sister now. Yes, I do. I do. Thank you so much. <laughs> I will talk to you. Have soon. a good one. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And everyone, uh, wasn't she just absolutely lovely? That was um, Arlena Waller, who was with us today. She is the author. And, again, a little birdie tells me she's a great, great researcher, and she has a book, uh, 369 Things a Woman Must Do Before uh, She Dies, and that is the official girlfriend bucket list that she has put together. Again, you can find her on Facebook. You can find her on Twitter. She also has uh, her own website, she said, that was freshly uh Upload it, download it today. It's uh, brand new. It's www.arleanawaller.com. That information is inside the chat room. So make sure you check it out, and let's all support her uh, in getting a copy of her book. But more importantly, make sure you check out her website because uh, she's, you know, is on tour in different places. She did say she's going to be in New York this summer. So check that out, you know, so that you're able to. Um, Go ahead and see if you can't catch her in a city close to you or near you so that you can actually, um, you know, get over there, meet her in person, and then go ahead and have her sign that book for you. But with that said, um, I want to bring in uh, entertainment co-host Michael Kay. I think we've got a few seconds left to talk about some uh, things that he has coming up. Michael Kay, are you with us? I certainly am. Great show. My God, that poor mother, 13 children. I tell I know. you, I sympathize. <laughs> Listen, for some for some reason we only have twenty seconds seven seconds left on the clock. I'm gonna to try to fix that as you talk. So you've got a video shoot coming up and some other stuff. Tell us about it. Absolutely. You've got a video shoot coming up with uh singer, uh Barbara Buttons that we're shooting uh over Easter, so I'm very excited about that. Uh we have Shelley Wren coming on the nineteenth and on the twenty first we have a our first uh web series roundup with a uh, Jason Lever, Kate Connolly from Out With Dad, and then Nick Matthews from In Between Men. So I'm looking very, very forward to the last few shows of the month, Vic. Yeah, and you know what? Um, I, of course, always know how busy, busy uh, you are with every single thing. Um, and I know you're a little nervous about the whole uh, button thing because this is the first time that you are actually shooting um, uh, a video yourself, right? This is my very first time, so this will be putting our uh, video work together and my producing work together because it involves dancers, three locations. Uh, I've lined up some extras. I've lined up wardrobe, makeup, hair. Uh, so it's going to be the most extravagant 
without a budget. There's no budget whatsoever. I want to see what we can actually make out of absolute thin air, which is what we're going to do. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the challenge, Vic, to uh, see how professional we can make it. Actually, rumor had it today that I was talking with uh, Little Miss Buttons, and uh, she had actually emailed Mike Ruiz herself just to go ahead and say thank you. So they've arranged another date coming up in June, and I'm very excited about that. Hopefully it's toward the end of the June, and that way I'll be able to actually make it up to document the entire uh, event. But oh, yeah. uh, no that, fear, Mike, yeah. and, Mike and Buttons have connected again, so it's going to happen. I know. That, that would be wonderful, wonderful, and great. Well, uh, just to let all of our uh, listeners know that our show is actually still live on the air, but it's no longer streaming because I – wasn't able to add any additional time on the clock. So although you can't hear us live, if you go back and uh, listen to it, you'll uh, get a chance to hear it on the this part on the download version. But, MK, you were able to get in the information about the shows and the video, so at least we were able uh, to okay. do that. Yeah, but I'm, I'm excited about that for you, so we'll have the opportunity to talk uh, a little bit more about that. But I just wanted to thank uh, everybody for listening, and I know I'm supposed to play um, – our closer, because we have this wonderful closer that Bill did, and, you know, I always forget to do it unless you tell me. That's why I need you to tell me these things. <laughs> yeah. But in any event, so we're going to – MK and I are going to hang on the line for a little bit and make sure that our closer uh, actually gets on, and uh, we just want to thank everybody for taking the time to listen. You have been listening to At Home with Victoria, a popular news and entertainment show on the Blog Talk Radio Network. Plus, download the show on iTunes as a free podcast and like us on Facebook. Tune in again next time for At Home with Victoria with your host, Victoria Gaither. <laughs>